Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. My name is Richard, and I'm your announcer. We are pleased to be using our one talent to the glory of God with a desire to grow our brothers and sisters in Holy Communion with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The truth is revealed in the growth of the podcast in 47 countries, as well as the encouraging comments and heartfelt questions you have all sent us. We thank you for listening and sharing your experiences in prayer. And now, we are very excited to announce our October surprise. Fred also has a celebration announcement. And speaking of our host, here he is now. My friend and yours, Fred. Thank you once again, Richard, for those very kind words and your appreciation of everyone who listens. The last extended introduction, I forgot to mention how much I just appreciate most of all your friendship. And for those of you out there, I don't think we've discussed it before. Richard and I met just a few years before our mutual retirements, and I am really thankful for his continued friendship. We are coming up now to the middle of October in our October surprise, and I wanted to, at this point, truncate the introduction. Uh, Richard, by the way, that means Jordan. (laughs) Just so everybody has a little less to wade through. Quickly then, again, I want to thank everybody for listening and the encouragement that that is to me. There's been some really fantastic growth this year. And as we again thank you and Richard, obviously, Our gratitude to God is uppermost in our minds. He's given us salvation. He's given us the Holy Spirit. And it's through his mercies that this lowly slave of his even has a chance to encourage anyone who listens to a life of prayer, to a conversation with God. So thank you, Jesus, for that. His mercies also allow and even encourage us to our close communion with him. Indeed, as we have been hearing, J.C. Ryle reminds us, prayer is a command. And as it is my proclivity to stress our growing peace and assurance and joy and comfort as we make prayer our daily habit, our conversation with God, a consistent part of our lives, we again are spending this month with Pastor Ryle. He lived, and I misspoke in the first introduction, he lived in the 19th century. And we are reminded of how critical prayer is. As an act of obedience, which it is, we find our way into the presence of the Holy Father, our obedient Savior, the Son, and the indwelling Holy Spirit who energizes us in the graces of God. Thank you once again for listening. And now, let's go to the episode. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. My name is Fred, and I am the podcast principal once again. And we're here. We are back. This is going to be a little devotional today, and you'll know why here in just a minute. But we're back to our October surprise, and I learned something in the last few days that I was really surprised about, but I did learn it, and so I did want to share it with you. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your mercies and your grace and the peace that comes from knowing you. We bow before you, and we would just pray that you would teach us, Holy God, draw us close to you in humility, 
in confidence, in faith, draw us close to you so that we would glorify you with everything that we do. We especially would pray that you would foster and grow water, be the vine dresser, holy God, of our prayer lives, and cut out what needs to be cut out and put us in the best position to abide in you and to come to you each and every day in prayer and in the joy of prayer and in faith, knowing that you're hearing and that you answer us. We commit this time to you, Heavenly Father, because of your Son and his blood shed on our behalf, to the praise and honor of your holy name. Amen. The passage we're going to look at is back in Matthew 11. This time we're going to start in verse 25 and go through 30. And some of you may have been shouting in the last few days, how did he miss this? But we'll talk about that here in a second. Verse 25, at that time, Jesus answered and said, I praise thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou didst hide these things from the wise and intelligent and didst reveal them to babes. Yes, Father, for thus it was well-pleasing in thy sight. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and anyone whom the Son wills to reveal him. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart and you shall find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my load is light. And you may say, we just just did this. And the most, probably most of you are way more astute than I. And you say, it's about time he got to that. But I really didn't notice that before, that this started in verse 25 with a prayer. Now, in my own defense, Jesus does say that these truths Here, indeed, all the truths we find in Scripture, they've been given to babes, to infants, to little children who don't understand very much. And that is one of the most most descriptive principles in all the Bible that describes your host. I am one of those infants, those babes. And by my troth, as I heard that somewhere in a play, I think a Shakespeare play, Another verse that I cling to as I am trying to mature in Christ is Psalms, Psalm 19.7. And I think we've talked about this on the podcast before as well. There he says, the law of the Lord is perfect, restoring the soul. And it's a long list. You should pray that psalm and read it. The law of the Lord is perfect, restoring the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. And again, I am one of those simple ones, one of the simplest ones that God has redeemed. Now, we also know, and we've talked about this, that the Holy Spirit is in charge of the timing and our growth. 1 Corinthians 2, 12 and 13 says this, Paul says this, Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things freely given to us by God which things we also speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in those taught by the Spirit, combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. And he even goes on to explain more from there. And from that verse and others like it, we understand that the Holy Spirit, once again, he's the one who opens our mind to understand. 
Jesus calls him our teacher, our comforter. And to do that, he has to open our mind to the Word of God so that we understand it. And without the Holy Ghost, we wouldn't understand the Word of God any better than the sinners who are around us. No matter how much we love them and they are our friends, they don't understand the Word of God. And again, I just really thank the Lord for His timing in all these things. It is a little embarrassing if I were to tell you in my soul that I missed verses 25 through 27. But glory to God, I was really excited when I, in just in my reading, Matthew 11 again, as I'm going through the Bible again, I got to that part and I thought, oh, what a wonderful addition to my thoughts on this invitation. For me, the fact that prayer preceded this deepens not only the call, but my relationship with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And in fact, it seems to me that our continuing relationship with the Godhead is the answer to Jesus' prayer here. He prayed, and we're the answers. Our salvation and our relationship is the answer. So that was the first kind of wow thing that I learned. The second was, is those when he says, no one knows the Father except the Son. That word know that that repeats. And then Jesus says, except the Son and anyone to whom the Son wills to reveal him. In other words, nobody knows that word knows there, that word knows carries the idea of a perfect knowledge. And that, as we have looked at before, is eternal life, right? They may know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. So that's the second really exciting thing is we can know him now. Jesus opened our hearts and minds. The Holy Spirit opens our hearts and minds and reveals the Father to us, the Godhead to us. And our boast over the last four years about growing in our knowledge of him and the abundant life being through the knowledge of him gets reinforced by this passage as well. Jesus is talking about perfect knowledge. We've also said before, and I know sometimes I say things that I don't dig into and back up, which is okay, I suppose. I'm not teaching, the. we're not learning the whole Bible here. We're learning about prayer. But when we talk about our growing knowledge here and full knowledge there, again, we can look to 1 Corinthians 13, 12. Paul says there, For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know fully, just as I also have been fully known. How well does God know us? Fully, completely, perfectly. And the promise is, one day we will know him fully and to the capacity that creatures can. And you might say again, well, maybe I need a little more proof than that. Okay, 1 John 3, 2. Beloved, we are now children of God, and it has not appeared as yet what we shall be. We know that when he appears, we shall be like him, because we shall see him just as he is. The great news is, as 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 much as we enjoy God here and in an increasing capacity as we pray and get to know him better and better through prayer and the word, our joy is going to be fantastic when we see him face to face. Once we are received to eternity, we go home or he comes to get us. I believe the very first thing we will hear is, well done, good and faithful servant, 
enter into the joy of your master. And I like the word slave there. Well done, good and faithful slave. Enter into the joy of your master. And what a glory as we draw close to him to know that we are going to hear that from our master, our king, our creator. And we've talked about, especially in the last few days, that prayer as an act of faith leads to great assurance. And I'm happy to say, as I, as the Holy Spirit has helped me see that in the Bible and in my life, J.C. Ryle and John Calvin, of all people, agree with me about that rowing assurance as we get to know him better. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for today. Again, for your mercies and your grace and for teaching us today that we are the answer to Jesus' prayer and that in the context, he prayed for us to have a close walk with thee. Holy God, we know in John, he tells us that we have to abide with him and have his words abide in us. And we know that that comes through prayer. Move on your people, whoever hears this, even all your people, no matter where they get this, the information that they need to be praying, help us to draw close to you, to pray to you, to make that our habit and our practice, and then to enjoy you. Thank you, Jesus, that Jonathan Edwards told us that chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. Holy God, how that springs up in our hearts to bring us peace and excitement. Teach us of thee thyself. Help us to pray, glorify you, and enjoy you, even while we are stuck here in this foreign land, waiting to get to the city of God. We pray this in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus.